0: The Movie Hour, episode 180, April 26, 2012. There aren't any real spoilers in this episode, but there's definitely swearing. Enjoy the show, everyone. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Vince Vaughn Mobile Lawn Movie Hour. I'm Greg Maloney, the host of the best show on the planet, this one, before Jeff can say something. Joining me tonight at Gungapit Studios are my badass co-hosts, brother James, and everyone's favorite turnip hand, Jeff. Welcome back, gentlemen.
1: What the hell's a turnip hand?
0: I don't know. I sort You're of, old. Of, I expected you to know. <laughs> I was hoping you would tell me what a turnip hand was. It's a farm
1: hand and a turnip farm. That's what I'm going with.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's it's pretty a good.
1: Hand at a, on a turnip farm. So, like
0: Jeff, are you doing well? Yeah, I'm doing great. How are you? James? I'm doing well. James, are you doing well? Yeah, I think so. That didn't I sound very going con- pretty well. That didn't sound very convincing. Have I was you... just
1: taking in the week. Okay. Retrospectively and I'm making my judgment call and I think it's going well.
0: Because it kinda sounded like you just start you just watched like Tremors three or something, is what it sounds. No, like.
1: I've never seen any of the Tremors.
0: What? You've never seen the first Tremor? Hey, hey James, guess
1: what? I haven't seen them either. Maybe it'll be my first movie on the the big wall.
0: Yeah, maybe. No, you I shouldn't. think
1: Kevin Bacon's in one of them, right? I think he's in the first one.
0: <laughs> he is. We need to talk about what we're going to put on. We've been working on a project at uh, Jim's place where there's going to be a projector, and a, just uh, filling the whole wall, getting the speakers set up, even talking to Jeff about the subwoofer, and all, getting all this professional help on figuring out how to set this up. And it's going to come to fruition very soon here. Like We yes. have, what, all the component parts at this point? I just need the Blu-ray player
1: and some, you know, wiring. Right. So maybe some well, furniture. To, like, uh, after
0: that, we need to decide what the first movie's going to be, and I don't know if like that might be poll-worthy at this point. I don't sounds know. Sounds like be.
1: it might be a question next week. So, <laughs>
0: so, sounds like
1: we have a question.
0: Yeah, I don't know uh, if you could. Put together your own home theater experience like that, what you would try to watch first. I don't I'm know. Sorry
2: to fuck up the question, but can I just slap an obvious tag on Saving Private Ryan right now? Yeah, uh, that's we were,
0: we were talking about that. Unless, unless
2: of course, Jim goes yeah. with uh, uh, his favorite movie ever. Yeah.
1: Could go,
0: could America, go Raiders American Sweethearts? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was, yeah. That, I put that pretty high up on the jokes. The, the jokes have been pretty endless.
1: The, every time I talk to somebody, it's, it's another. I pulled out. Uh, drop Dead Fred the other day, and just all sorts of just ridiculous shit.
0: Wait, who pulled out Drop Dead Fred? I did. Oh, big time! Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what you guys' problem with that movie is, but it's it's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> no coughing at that. So now that we got past you know the very you know, the introductions, I don't I don't like talking to you guys very often, and uh, I want to keep it. Yeah, I want to keep it down. I want to keep it keep it very to very minimum. But uh, we have some, a couple things to discuss. And I know we've got some live listeners that have brought this up before. Um, we were talking about it actually earlier. Uh, the High Hunters, Highwood Hoopla. One of the big things that happened recently is uh, the director of Disney's film division. And I, you can't make this name up. Rich Ross resigned after pretty much being useless. And having for, after being at the head of uh, the board for two and a half years, I think, was his, his stint. And creating such flops as John Carter and uh, Mars Needs Moms, uh, et cetera. If you even remember that movie, he Mars uh, Mom was Disney. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Heads up. Um, I'm surprised you even remember it. But pretty much coming into it, like I think they're barely gonna make a profit after everything. But it was uh, I think a 200 plus million loss on John Carter, and uh, pretty much ruined their quarter profit.
1: You, you had to really suck to like not be able to. Guide Disney through right. a few quarters. Right. of light.
0: <laughs> Two year, two and a half years was his stint. That's all he could pull off. Wow. Uh, like
1: it just makes money. That's
2: all it does. Yeah, fucked it up. Mouse on things, you'll make up that money no problem.
0: Yeah, a sad story, but apparently, I'm sure Rich Ross will will land on his feet somewhere, making millions of dollars. But
1: sounds too much like Rich Rad. No wonder I hate him.
0: <laughs> no, no wonder I hate him so much. Where is that guy at now? Where is he? T- Arizona. Arizona. That's right. Coaching Arizona football. Uh, but that—that's just—that's just, that's just the, the tip of the iceberg. I've got bigger news, and this is complete bullshit.
1: You're you replacing him?
0: I wish. I, I wish I was replacing him. I had. I think about what I could create under the, with the power of Disney in my hand. Just you would just
1: on. Un- You'd open up the vault and everything out.
0: I'd do that. Run free! I'd do that. I'd have, like, five never-ending story movies all the exact same, like Evil Dead, and just remake it over and over again. Uh, anyways, um, the biggest news is, apparently, uh, I don't even remember which movie Stody was doing it. I'm going to have to look it up. But there's going to be a goddamn Lego movie coming out, and this is right from the heart of a Parker Posey. Seriously. Someone decided <laughs> that there was a crazier just property to make a movie out of. And it was Legos.
2: What's crazy and, about Legos. It's an awesome idea.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I guess Legos like, are
2: amazing. Le- Legos. I the greatest toy ever made <laughs> at least the greatest toy ever made in Denmark.
0: You're right. You're right. The greatest, the greatest toy ever made in Denmark. It's completely true. And uh, yeah, it's apparently going to be even directed, signed up. Uh, the two directors that did uh, 21 jump street are going to do it. And is it live action? I don't. I think it's gonna be. I want to see people take their heads off. I think it's gonna be a 3D animated, like computer animated thing. Yeah, it'd be cool if they could take their like, heads off. That'd be awesome. But yeah, it's gonna be a disaster. But I just laughed when I saw it because it was immediately after announced. Immediately after we were doing the Parker Posey on what stupid game, what toy, whatever company would uh, make a movie if you could pick something ridiculous. What would you pick? But I just wanted to bring that up, and um, that's really. All, all the cool stuff for the week. There are, this weekend, there are a few movies coming out. I think one for everybody, really. The Five-Year Engagement, which is, you know, a movie for Jeff. You've got your uh, Jason Siegel and uh, Emily Blunt and that, who right. in front of the show. Uh, the Raven comes out, which is also because he's a John Cusack fanatic, and it's going to suck bad.
2: <laughs> and I like movies that blow. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Alright, right, next question. Is John Cusack, I think we might have brought this up before, but has he done anything above, like, a 6 out of 10 since High Fidelity?
0: Mm, James, you saw Hot Tub Time Machine. It had no worth whatsoever. Yeah, I didn't,
1: I didn't like it that much. They had, like, a couple was, of funny uh, moments, and that was it. It
0: was, uh, the Runway Jury wasn't bad. Mm. Whoa, you didn't like that movie? It wasn't bad. It was alright. 6 out of 10. You said 6 out of 10. Yeah, I wouldn't give it that much. Okay, alright, fine.
2: I, I mean, I don't feel like the 6... Okay, my scale of 10 is not a, uh, a linear scale. Like, there are way less movies at 10 than there are... Or at 9 than there are at 2. It's okay. like a... Uh, you know, it's, a, it's a, what's Asymptotic
0: it? function. Yeah, Some it's sort of-
2: an asymptotic function. Yeah, as, as we approach 10, it... it, it it becomes infinitely small.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, and Jim's favorite movie, America's Sweethearts was after high fidelity. So there you go. There's that. All
2: right. So anyway, he's going to be in the Raven. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to sidetrack.
0: No, it's okay. I was just going to bring up Jim's (laughs) Jim's movie this weekend is going to be the pirates band of misfits, which is a, uh, um, animated movie, which will be completely awesome. Uh, yeah, okay. it's
2: based on a series of books that are supposedly pretty
0: funny.
1: I haven't really. Uh, I think I might have read one. Is this of them, the one that's but... uh, like the Wallace and Gromit style?
0: Or... Uh, yep. Yeah. Okay. Same guys. It's gonna be sweet. Um, no, I'm sure. Sh- I'm sure it'll be a blast. The other issues are. Um, I was going to say, and I was just thinking you could talk about this in my movie review. I saw Cabin in the Woods recently, which we'll, we'll get to shortly. But there there are actually movies worth talking about this week, which there weren't in the past couple. So I, uh, um, it's interesting. Is Cabin
1: ever not in the woods?
0: Hmm. It's cabin cabin on, in mountains, the mountains, maybe? maybe? Yeah, mountains. Okay. I'll allow it. Cabin on the lake. It could be a cabin on the lake. Okay. Yeah. So moving past the cabin stuff, let's, uh. Let's go right to our movie reviews. Jeff, I know um, Jim failed and didn't have a movie review this week. I didn't have one last week. I've been watching The Wire. So it's not my fault. Yeah, The Wire. That's, that's good enough. Everybody should watch. And obviously, we're probably all caught up on Game of Thrones. Jeff, have you watched the recent one?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah Kind of. I'm, I'm I
0: getting... also,
2: did you guys watch that Veep show? That Veep show is fucking hilarious. Uh, was it? With Julia
1: Louis-Dreyfus. Huh? I loved it's, it. It's by the same guy that directed that movie you reviewed, the... That these, doesn't uh, surprise
2: me at all, actually. The, that's interesting. Uh, what the hell's the name of it? Um, I don't the know. Farcical we'll, we'll get War the, one. We'll get the, uh, yeah, we'll get the interns out. Gandolfini. It. Yeah, it's, re- it's really funny. Um, I'm going to look that up right now. But, um, yeah. So, yeah. anyway, I would recommend it. I really got a kick out of it.
0: The, I might have is to that, check I, it out for That's Showtime or is it HBO? or what? That's HBO. HBO. Okay. Excuse me. Uh, it's, yeah. it's
2: interesting because it's totally apolitical, which you know it's really hard to do. But like the whole thing is like she's the vice president, but you have no idea what party she is. Like you have no like they don't talk about anything aside from like the nonsense of politics and like the frustration right. of being in a basically powerless
1: but highly visible position. She's got a pretty plum uh, time slot right after Game of Thrones too.
0: Right, right. Was it in the loop that you would in the loop yeah, was the
1: name of it? Thank a, you.
0: No problem. Uh, so, moving past Veep, moving past Game of Thrones, which, again, I'm sort of, I'm gonna, I'm losing my faith a little bit in Game of Thrones, a little Yeah, I'm a little worried, too, but I'm, uh, I'm sticking with. But, uh, Jeff, let's, let's have your movie view for the week.
1: Alright,
2: so, I, uh, I watched Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. He's awesome. With, yeah, it was pretty good, um, with, uh, you know, the, you, you've got the Academy Award nominee, uh, for, the, for this movie, actually, um, yeah. Uh,
1: uh, Gary Oldman yep. thank
2: you fuck <laughs> I am really blowing this alright um, this whole
0: movie
1: is st- stocked stocked like yeah gone. it is it, I mean, his it's, last it's, name it's... is my occupation
2: <laughs> I will never forget it again <laughs> uh, yeah I mean you've got you've got huge names like Colin Firth uh, you've got um, what's his name Mark Strong Chris John Hurt is a pretty major character and very recognizable faces like toby jones um Siren hines which i'm not sure if i'm spelling or saying that right i'm not spelling it at all uh <laughs> i'm spelling that right for you guys <laughs> so um yeah but it's it, it's a uh, it's a really great cast really great action it was a cool movie it was i mean it was a spy movie like Totally unlike any there. There isn't a car chase. Um, there's like there are like two gunshots in the entire thing. Uh, I think it's it's very very low key. But it, it's sort of like it focuses on the plot is it's like the 1970s in England, and uh, these people work in the Circle. It's called. It's the uh, the English intelligence service, and. Uh John Hurt is, like, the leader of this this pretty elite group of, like, analysts. They're not, like, super spies or anything, you know, right. like, um, but they're, like, analysts. And um, it starts off, and one of them, uh, Mark Strong, John Hurt sends him on a mission to go to Budapest to meet with – and they have some cool shots of Budapest, which always is a great way to start a movie. Um, and uh, to meet with – sorry, to meet with – Like, this guy who is in the Hungarian army, who's going to tell him who this huge mole is in, like, the upper echelon of the British intelligence that's been leaking massive amounts of information to the Russians. So... Uh, That whole thing turns out to be like a wash. Uh, Mark Strong gets shot. It's a disaster. Um, And as a result of that, John Hurt gets fired and Gary Oldman sort of like gets fired along with him because he's like sort of his right-hand man. Um, So he goes into retirement while these other guys, Toby Jones, uh, David Densick, Siren Hines, and Colin Firth and maybe one other person – no, it's just them. Sort of start running the, uh, sort of start running the show, uh, and s- shortly thereafter, um, the guy that's going to play Bane comes and uh, what Tom Hardy. Name? Tom Hardy, thank yeah. you, God. I am fucking sucking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I am sucking. <laughs> so Tom Hardy comes and uh, and like tells somebody in, uh, like, somebody in, like, government and not uh, intelligence, that there is a mole, and this is serious, and, some, like, it's still going on, and it's a major problem. So they they pull Gary Oldman out of retirement because they know it's not him, um, but they know that he's, like, an excellent analyst, and he knows these people. And so he has to kind of, like, figure out, uh, along with uh, with this other guy, like, sort of his right-hand man, Benedict Cummer cumberbatch cumberbatch the weird last name yeah. um who's a, who's a good actor i'd never <laughs> seen him before but i was gonna say he looks well. like a douche uh, but... and they, they they sort of do like and it's 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 like the spy stuff that's intense but not violent it's like the um i don't know if you guys have ever seen notorious but like you know you're in the basement and you've got to get the thing out of the basement and like you know the guy's coming and he's gonna get to the door and you know, will you get out first no you know it's it's a and the director um Thomas Alfredson, who also directed. The only other thing that I've seen, I think of his, is "Let the Right One In," the um, the original, the original Swedish yeah. version of the uh, I don't know what it was called here. Let, let me, me in. in.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think it was, let me in.
2: Um, the really bizarre kid vampire movie. Um, and I really like that. And this has kind of got a lot of the same characteristics. It really builds tension with a lot of uh, with a lot of like slowly put together scenes and, um, and like by sort of showing things at, at like showing people and things at at like really, um, in really like frail states or really like, uh, disturbed states and things like that. And it's, it's, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a very, very interesting, very good spy movie. I liked it.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised because it seemed like it was completely awesome, uh, just from watching it or watching plus, trailers. It's and freaking sweet. Yeah, is Gary yeah. Oldman my boy? Because I might want to claim him you while can. we can. But. He's all of ours. <laughs> we all love him. <laughs> He's all of ours. He's everyone's. After seeing it,
2: plus I saw Book of Eli and he was the bad guy in that. So
0: until <laughs> oh, you can say God. that, <laughs> um, <laughs> After that. seeing it, uh, <clears throat> it was nominated for three Oscars. I know you can't com- I know you didn't see all of these movies, but uh what gary oldman for leading actor and uh best writing adapted screenplay do you think uh it at least would have deserved the nomination and possibly uh a win for those categories
2: aside from an extremely loud and incredibly close i don't know what else would have been up there um right year you know it was it was it definitely deserved the nomination i don't think this was like the best movie of 2011 or anything like that Right, right it was good though it was it was it wasn't like a mind-blowing movie. I'm not rushing out to get it on Blu-ray so I can show my kids, um, you know, it, but it's a it, it's a good movie.
0: Right, right. Cool. I'm happy. I'm happy it was awesome. Um, I caught a movie I was also impressed with, and I, um, I'm i not sure. I didn't catch it on a plane, first off, and I know you didn't catch Tinker, Taylor, Soldier, Spy, on a plane, but that's what i just to bring this, up.
2: How long is this going to be the
1: reference? Right. <laughs> well, I was uh, – Jeff only sees movies. On I was,
0: like we were joking about it on the last podcast, but they were, we were talking about it, the four of us too about how you saw the Mortals and you saw it on the plane. Right. How, it was pretty much decided. Like I'm going to do this movie the least amount of justice by watching it with like mono headphones <laughs> right. and watching it in the back of somebody's chair, like um. just
2: punishing myself. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the guy keeps <laughs> leaning his chair back, so I hate it as it gets closer to me. <laughs> like, just, uh, it was, it was a really wonderful, uh, theatrical experience.
0: Definitely. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, anyways, I, 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 did not catch, I did not catch it. I, uh, caught it at the theater, and the movie was called The Cabin in the Woods. And the reason I, I, re- I wanted to catch a movie for a review, uh, something decent, and there hasn't been shit the last couple, like, last two weeks have been pretty bad, and, uh, I think it's just the yeah, like we talked about before, the calm before the storm of uh, summer. But Cabin of the Woods came out uh, three three or four weeks ago, and it was uh, kind of went under the radar, but has been getting more and more decent reviews. And I knew Joss Whedon was atta- attached to it, and I didn't know what exactly his role was. I looked into it a little more, and I knew he uh, he did the writing credits, and he was a producer for it. And uh, so I wanted to catch a movie, and it was the one. It just happened to be the one that was going to work out out of all the other stupid movies that are out there and I didn't expect much going into it but kept an open mind and uh I knew it was going to be some kind of horror related movie and uh I ended up catching it and it was awesome and I really liked it it was uh it's directed, it's uh, directed by Drew Goddard which is actually this is his uh directorial debut he uh did some writing with Joss Whedon for like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and a couple other things but um this was his first movie directed and the story follows you can kind of guess what it's about it's about a cabin in the woods but it um follows a group of college kids sounds familiar uh that go to you know you've got your jock egghead kind of situation and they uh dynamic and they end up pretty much going to a cabin in the woods for a vacation getaway situation but in the beginning of the movie uh, like i had seen a lot of that in the trailer the beginning of the movie we are introduced to Bradley Whitford and Richard Jenkins character who are her. Fuck. Both, yeah. Yeah. Both great. Guys. <laughs> yeah.
2: Appropriate. Right. Right.
0: Both great guys. And I'm like, what the hell? So what are they going to do in this movie? And they are at like, you can sort of get the feel that they're at like an everyday sort of like high tech company and they're getting prepared for some kind of project or um, display uh, for a client, something like that. And, it goes through, like, a two-minute walkthrough with them, just talking about daily life, like, oh, I can't get my wife pregnant, and she's installing these stupid, like, baby-protecting uh, clips on her cabinets and stuff, just this mundane shit. And then, like, a minute and a half in, it just stops their dialogue and slaps, like, Cabin in the Woods and giant, like, red lettering, like, a la... Um, uh death race or like just sort of like an 80s kind of just all right now we're getting to the let's get to the shit and like, okay what the hell just happened and that was I, it was awesome um so it kicks you over to the then we get introduced to the college kids which includes uh chris hemsworth anna hutchinson kristen Connolly. which by the way anna hutchinson or uh, i think it's hutchison no n there uh
2: she, the n is not silent it's not even there
0: yeah <laughs> um has been in such uh movies as or tv shows as power rangers uh jungle fury and wendy woo the homecoming warrior so she's like (laughs) nothing else but she was interesting in this to say the least attractive um and then there was fran uh Kranz, kranz and uh i think jesse williams was the last of these five college kids anyhow they are just what you exact expect from some horror slasher movie? Five kids going to get an escape and going on vacation, and um, uh, Anna Hutchison, Hutchison plays sort of like the, um, I don't know, the sexually promiscuous girl, while Kristen Connolly plays the smart virgin. And there's pretty much your your stereotypes going into this. Chris Hemsworth you can guess is the jock, and Fran Fran Kranz is the the smoke p- party kid. And then, so uh,
2: I have uh, a real quick question. Yeah. Are these names that I'm supposed to know? Am I old now? Oh, like I've are, never heard of any
1: of these the, people. The only before. one you should you might know is Chris Hemsworth. He played Thor. About okay, alright, alright. Thank God. Alright. I feel so much better
0: now. All right. <laughs> these all these names there's nobody well like, Richard Jenkins and Bradley Whitford, you Obviously, should know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Everyone else. No, you like I would give you a pass on all these things. Uh, Kristen Connolly, who's probably like the main girl out of all of them. She was in The Happening, Revolutionary Road. I don't know who she was in Revolutionary Road and like the last um, and then a lot of like TV random shit. So, uh, yeah, you can take a pass on that. The but Happening, huh? The, yeah, The Happening. <laughs> so what what ends up happening is you end up getting to see the story of these five kids that go to a cabin in the woods And you slowly realize, like, you're trying to figure out what Richard Jenkins and Bradley Whitford's character have anything to do with these other five people. And you quickly figure out that as they're going to this cabin in the woods, they sort of give you, like, the the trip up and how, like, alone they're going to be. And they go through... To This gas station, and I forget the, the actor's name, but the actor does the classic, like, oh, you're going to that cabin, huh? Like, it's, you know, it's I used to know the, original, the owners from before, and before that, and before that. They, everybody sells that property off.
2: You're all gonna <laughs> die.
0: It's up to exactly. So, as they travel off to the cabin, you get to see an interesting part where a bird is flying, like, following them, and it hits a uh invisible wall like a wall that's almost like electrified that's just in the middle of nothing and you're like okay what the hell's going on and you're, you're trying to figure out what the Jenkins Whitford characters have have to do with the other five college characters and it slowly unravels during the movie and it's awesome I think they do a really good job of and it's it is kind of it is a horror movie but they do a great job of walking a line of like it's not tongue-in-cheek but it's um kind of breaking through the wall of we're referring to the people in this and kind of a comparison with like a metaphor of rink jenkins and whitford being um not so much the audience but this third entity that they talk about being the audience during the movie they almost address you during the movie um and i think they do a really good job of it uh i i'm gonna give some credit joss whedon uh and drew goodard both right in this movie and I think they did a really good job walking that line and in terms of movies that are out now in theaters you should guys check this movie out it's pretty awesome and I am not a horror buff I enjoy a slasher or two I I've I've been known to do that and I think this movie was pretty awesome and it's it's I don't know
1: And apparently Sigourney Weaver's in it. Yeah,
0: she has a small part in it. Like it's a movie for the horror, like a horror intellectual. Like it's really, it's interesting. And I think uh, Jim, you have no love for horrors. I think you would, I think you would enjoy this movie. I really do. Interesting. And uh, I do know you like Bradley Whitford, so there's that. And um, I don't know how you feel about Richard Jenkins, but it's awesome. But uh, yeah, anybody that hasn't, uh, that's looking to go see a movie, there's not much out. At least you know like i've already seen 21 jump street i'd probably see cabin of the woods before 21 jump street at this point point. in terms of everything that's out right now i'd go see this movie
2: by uh, the way um do you know what was at the top of the box office today
0: or this week uh yeah it was the it was the lucky ones or something like that
1: no it was the the thin man think one, think like a man oh god think like a man think like yeah yep just just saying
0: blockbusters blockbusters man they <laughs> think like a man uh yeah that doesn't that doesn't uh, hold anything to this movie whatsoever you should see this movie don't see that go see the cabin in the woods it's interesting. Uh,
2: should i see it in the theater or should i wait for it to come out
0: it doesn't really matter you know you you watch it with race i'm sure you're gonna have a good time and yeah, it'll
2: race would, would never watch that it's...
0: really really she hates horror movies she 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 internalizes
2: movies way too much to watch horror movies really? She will have nightmares.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's still some blood and gore in this movie for every every horror lover, but yeah, it's a different it's a different movie, and I think they I think they walked the line between making a horror movie and making fun of the horror genre and movies in general at the same time. And uh, yeah, I'd go see it. But right, do you need to wait? Do you need to wait, or uh, do you need to see it in theater? Probably not. I think it would help. But you don't have to see it in theater. And uh, if you are going to, the, my only point being, if you're going to the theater this week, uh, even with stuff coming out this weekend, I think I'd go see Cabin in the Woods. But anyhow, that's all I want to let you guys know. I just want to tell you guys, cool, a little information and gals, little little info to go check. I know there's some live listeners. You guys should definitely check it out, Davey for sure. You should, you would love it. But uh, yeah, uh, James, you didn't have a movie review, right? So we will Correct. do our Parker Posey play along. The coolest, uh, the coolest feature of the day, coolest feature ever, really. And um, we pretty much bring a question up on the show every week. My question was last week, uh, the Parker Pussy play-along, which we referred to earlier, what is the most ridiculous property that you can think of, that you could see Hollywood making into a movie? And apparently they're making Legos as the, ni- the newest, most recent, uh, ridiculous thing. And there were quite a few uh, comments on the boards about what they would do. Um, Garbage Pail Kids was brought up, which I think... Did we talk about that on the show, Garbage Pail Kids? I thought we had laughed about it on the show at some point. <laughs>
1: I don't remember if we did or not.
0: Uh, uh, Karen, a uh, frequent guest host and also a user on the boards, had brought up Gar- Gar- Garbage Pail Kids and then realized that there was already a movie about it. But um, I think my favorite was Aaron's, a.k.a. Varys' of uh, just serials in general becoming <laughs> a... like. Yeah, the mascots. Yeah, becoming part of the movie. Like, what I'm interested in is hearing, like, the backstory of, like, why Count Chocula and Tricks the Rabbit aren't friends anymore. Like, that's... Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to know what the movie's... I just want to know what back. Back that- <laughs> I'm draft- sure I'm stealing
2: this from someplace, but Toucan Sam clearly has a Coke problem. Right, right.
1: <laughs>
0: it's uh, I thought I found that the most ridiculous and the most funny of of the answers. So,
1: yeah, I immediately thought of the old Hanna Barbera Olympics. Right. I was like, yes, every character is in this. Great. Uh, it um,
0: it was very funny. I, I got some laughs, and that's the big point of the show or our laughs. But uh, my question was last week. We have a new question, of course, and uh, that goes to Jeff, the honor uh, for this week. So, Jeff, what, what do we have?
2: Fantastic. All right. So I got into a conversation uh, a couple days ago with some uh, some co-workers of mine. One of them had just uh, just watched Dumb and Dumber over the weekend. For the first and time? No, no, no. For the probably like the 400th time. Right. Um, and we were talking about movies that withstand the test of time well. And uh, and I, I brought up how I haven't seen Happy Gilmore or Billy Madison for a long time, and uh, people talked about how they think those would still be funny, especially like you know as compared to Adam Sandler's new movie, so on and so forth. Um, so my question is going to be, what movie did you used to love that has withstood the test of time perfectly? So didn't, didn't used to love but still love or that you do love that right. you yeah, yeah, what movie did you love when you were younger? For for Jim, it can be I guess a like a play, <laughs> if, if you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> oh, punch and Judy. Punch. <laughs> um,
2: or you know, like a radio. What anyway? Uh, old jokes, radio. Well, what, what did you what what in your youth was something that you thought was awesome that has withstood the test of time and maybe you
0: even love it more now. So we're looking for a, a classic that you caught during your lifetime that. All
2: right. Hmm. So you discussed, you discussed much.
0: this with some of your. Uh, well, we we talked we talked mostly
2: about just how Dumb and Dumber was still really funny, and um and how uh, the the conversation quickly went to how Adam Sandler swept their Razzies uh for what nice. the uh, Jack and Jill or whatever the fuck it was called. Yeah, he got both lead actor and lead actor. <laughs> <Right. It's so laughs> yeah. cool. last guy to do that. <laughs> yeah. Eddie Murphy,
0: just so bad. Be- nice. He's done some terrible, terrible shit. Oh my um,
2: god. Speaking of which, um I don't know if this is substantiated or not. I got but I heard that there was gonna be a twins sequel. I have to look this up right now. I know
1: they were talking about
0: yeah, it. Yeah, I've heard. I've Called heard.
1: Triplets. Do you know Here's who the what... third person is? <laughs> no. Eddie Murphy.
0: <laughs> makes sense speaking of terrible Adam Sandler stuff too apparently there is a slated Grown Ups 2 movie which is amazing because that movie was so fucking terrible I just I just don't know I, don't, I just don't know apparently Grown Ups is the new Expendables like just where comedy goes to die yeah. where action goes to die like which I'll, I'll go see Expendables. I'm not gonna go see Grown Ups too, but just want to fact that out.
2: Right. Yeah. Uh, bad comedy is just sad. Bad action's just double awesome. Right. right. Uh, all right. So anyway, my answer to the question, um, I think I think I gotta go with a Princess Bride, even though I'm sure I'm stealing somebody's answer.
0: Yeah, probably.
2: Um, just because the Princess Bride is, it's a movie that I really took at like absolute face value when I was younger. And I really enjoyed it at face value, where it's just this really nice adventure story, and, like, you know, all this crazy stuff happens, and there's sword fights, and he fights a giant rat, and, like, you know, there's some cool lines, like, to the pain, and stuff like that, and you know as I, as i grew older like some of the uh ironic elements started to come out some of the uh like the the really great joke of it being the frame narrative of the grandfather right. you know like tell, telling it to the kid and like how that sort of frames the way that you have to view it as a viewer like some of the more literary and um and ironic elements started to come out and i enjoyed it on a totally different level and what a great movie
0: yeah i uh just jumping completely back to my review the thing about the cabin in the woods thing was they did a great job of telling this story and you're just giving like multiple layers to okay it's cool because of this and this and this is why is why it's almost like three stories in the same one minute one minute part it's kind of cool but anyways hmm hmm that's a tough question
1: i think i got my what's race's
0: answer i'm sure you discussed it with her right i I have not really secrets between you two i don't believe it. Um, I keep hmm. the
2: Parker Posey locked in a... Uh...
0: <laughs> it's it's in a fucking envelope that does not get touched. Rasa can see it when the public sees right. it. Um, hmm.
1: um, yeah, so I, I guess I'll go to give you some time. Um. I guess I have a hard time not picking Empire Strikes It was Back. the year
0: 1968.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, sure, Empire. Yeah, I, was, I mean, we've watched it millions of times and I can't say that there's parts of it that I don't, you know, respect with the same, you know, or regard with the same, you know, intensity that I did back in the past. I don't. I mean, like, the first one, it seems like you can watch Star Wars and, like, make fun of, you know, Luke a lot more. Like, oh, I wanted to go to Tashi Station <laughs> you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and, you know, you kind of <laughs> shrug a little bit at the Ewoks more, you know, as you get older. But Empire, I think, still holds its value a lot
2: better. I got six words so. for you, though, Jim. As much as I agree...
1: Two fighters William against Huken. a star
2: destroyer? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. Having John Ratzenberger in the film, you know, can go either way. <laughs> yeah. You know.
0: So everyone to your ships. When we're talking about from our childhood, what what age range are we talking about here? Are we talking about like I was under when I was under ten, or like my I would say age yeah,
2: years? under ten. Uh, maybe you know, if you got a really good answer, maybe up to twelve.
1: Okay, I barely qualify then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i I'm, a, I'm at eight for that, so I'm good.
0: I'm having a really hard time picking something. I uh, I remember really liking Ghostbusters, but it's one of those. This is what made me think about it is when you brought up how you grown up and how it meant something different to you. Because when I watched Ghostbusters when I was ten, I got one fifth of the jokes until you know sure. seventeen. You understand a lot more of it. Yeah, and, you enjoy it more now. Right, the- right, Like, oh my god, this movie's way cooler than I used to think. I thought it was about um, bagging ghosts and evil versus good. Like, um. Let's see.
2: I'm yeah, Dan it's Aykroyd cool. having dreams about getting blowjobs
1: from ghosts.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what that is. Right. Um,
1: but yeah, I think for this question in particular, I think it's a lot harder to come up with a comedy. Just I think comedy just changes for people over the years. Or, I mean, drama, I think it's going to be a lot more <laughs> of a, a study stream. Hey, how classics
0: are out there compared to everything else. Like, right. It's just like, I can remember, you know,
1: being overjoyed by watching Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and I know right now if I went and watched that, it's right. be like, oh, right. that's the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah. So what's I the guess. other guy up to
2: these days? Keanu Reeves is okay, but I want to know what that guy Alex Winner? Yeah, sure. <laughs> is
1: that... uh, I don't think he did anything since, like, you know, Lost Boys Bogus League. Journey. Bogus Journey. <laughs> That was another one that I cracked or that I mentioned I should play this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I remember reading something
0: about a third one. We'll bull see.
2: fucking shit. God damn it. I mean I don't mean I think you're lying. I mean that sounds like bull fucking shit. <laughs> that sounds like the worst movie ever.
0: Oh man, you guys have been delaying for me and I just don't know what I want to do. Um Ghostbusters isn't a bad answer, but I don't I'm not very uh I'm not even convinced of it myself. And I try to think of movies I really liked when I was eight or something like that. And they're all Disney movies. Like, they're all really... Um, and I still... Like, like, it's kind of interesting. I was talking to uh, uh, a friend of ours, uh, Julie, who's uh, uh, Andy's wife. And they were talking... They have a little girl, and they were talking about how... um, Or she was joking around about how she was watching uh, Princess and the Frog. And it was after... Uh, their their kid had gone to sleep, and Andy had found her watching it. She's and he's like, "You're watching this, or is Reagan watching this?" She's like, "Oh, like I." She felt embarrassed because she was watching a kids movie, like b- just for the movie, because Reagan was already sleeping. She was <laughs> anymore. And uh, I I I still like watching movies like like that. I watch Disney movies often. Um, but I uh, and picking one of those,
1: all dogs go to heaven. Yeah, all do- that's
0: God. I know not all dogs go to heaven. Um. If I were to pick a Disney movie, man out of all the fa- like Aladdin was badass Aladdin is still badass What's
1: up? yeah that should fall on your time too. yeah
0: right exactly um man, that's tough, I don't know <laughs> and now I've got both spectrums I've got Ghostbusters and Aladdin i it's <laughs> different be- I think it's different because I grew up in a household of seven older brothers and sisters, kind of six older brothers and sisters and i watched all kinds of random shit that when i was eight and ten that i was just scared of or would hide behind the couch or would like there were so many different things i'd do and i would either think they were funny because my brothers thought they were funny or not and uh that means they, were. yeah <laughs> which, which means <laughs> um but uh yeah i'm just gonna go with my original answer i'm gonna say with ghostbusters instead of uh instead of fucking around too often too much here but there are a lot of answers for this. I might actually try to get an extra one for the for the boards, but that's a hard question. I think you uh, I think you cooked a hard question up there, Jeff.
2: I, I have been cooking something. I'll think. Yeah,
0: it's not a very not very fair to answer answer live. That's tough, but uh, right. So that question, Jeff, one more time. What movie from your youth has withstood the test of time? Which you are hoping for a circa before you're ten years old. Or nice. 10 years. Um, cool. Uh, that question will be at the boards also at the movie hour page on Facebook, James Jeff it is uh, another beautiful night and another wrapped up uh, movie hour, thanks for your input thanks for stopping by everybody,
1: hope you Enjoy enjoyed it, it. proud to be a part
2: of it, drive safety.
0: <laughs> we'll see you guys next time, the Vince Vaughn Mow My Lawn movie hour bye bye
2: When Freaks and Geeks came out, I thought Seth Rogen was amazing. Like Seth, I was so enamored with Seth Rogen, um, and I just—he wasn't even in like every episode. And it oh, made yeah, me he
1: really was sad. a satellite player.
2: And um, and I saw like I didn't say like that guy has a huge career ahead of him or anything like that, but he reminded me of one of my good friends from Western so much that I was like, I love him and I want to see
0: him in everything. Yeah. Are you, Are you happy now that he's in everything? No.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Be careful what you wish for.
0: Hello, everyone. You've come to the right place. The Vince Vaughn Mobile Lawn Movie Hour. <laughs> oh. <sighs> Who erupted in laughter first? I'm sorry. <laughs> I was about to you. <laughs> You've come to the right place. You've come- I can imagine 25% <laughs> of our
1: audience tuning out.
2: <laughs> quick. <Yeah. laughs> oh, man. It's excellent. Stick to it. I won't <laughs> laugh <at you. laughs> All right.